Hi, everyone. It's Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com and PickDogs.com. It is Tuesday, September 8th, 2020, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. We never take a day off. It's like I love hearing like people say, oh, my Labor Day holiday. I had to like change the laundry or something. It's like I haven't had a day since 2006 um anyways of course uh, i got chris ruffalo rod zawacki and brian bittler with us today uh, we got a pretty good card uh of sports we got a bunch of double headers in baseball and actually i like these double headers i thought originally i wasn't gonna like the seven inning double header i actually like it i also like the uh, guy starting on second base and in extra innings i kind of like all these things baseball finally got a few things right um but uh of course uh We've got free picks on every game every day at sportschatplace.com and at pickdogs.com. And, uh, you know, I would love to get some audience feedback on, you know, some things that, you know, now that we have the two sites and they kind of are both running full, full steam, do you think that um, having two sites with two sets of writers, um, you know, and two, just a bunch of different opinions on picks is, is the way we should go, or do you think we should change the format of one of the sites and make it more of a stat and uh, a stat-based site um, and kind of like you know, what some of the other guys are doing based upon more of the uh, analytics that are out there as opposed to the human element? Just something that I've been kicking around. So uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on, on something like that. Also, um, I don't know. I got a lot of questions for you guys, too. I got a lot of questions for the YouTube trolls, but uh, I know everybody doesn't like that. I would like to know why they make assumptions instead of asking questions unless they just want to be total asshats. I mean, because they don't, it's like, I, you don't look good, you know, right? So it's like, I don't understand. It's like, if you have, instead of making an assumption, why don't you ask a question? I'm about as transparent as they come. If you have an accusation to make about me or something about the way I run Sports Chat Place or Pick Dogs, you let me know. And, uh, I'll be sure to answer your question, but you know, I, I mean, people making these assumptions on there and you know, whatever and saying things about me. I got one yesterday saying how narcissistic I am because I, I, I said something in between Chris's and Rod's commentary of a game. I said, yeah, I'm super narcissistic, right? I'm just the egomaniac. That's why I get up at three 30 in the morning to do 18 hours of work every single day that we give away for a hundred percent free. I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars out of my pocket that the other sites don't do to give you guys more free information than anybody else. And as much as anybody else works on, works on our sites, I think I put in just as much as if not more than everybody else. So, and Chris can tell you that he's been with us for a long time now. So, uh, yeah, I'm a real egomaniac, man. That's why I just love to hear myself talk. So I say, show your face, and uh, let's see your YouTube channel, and let me take some shots at you, because I'm sure your camera sucks. Anyways, Brian, speaking of shitty cameras, what do you got to say for yourself? Oh, I got to say a 3-2 and two winning day highlighted by 2-0 and o Major League Baseball and a BYU beatdown uh, to Navy 55-3. to three. I'll take the positive day any day of the week. I am terrible at college football this season, but everybody knows once I get rolling in college football, I'm not even worried about the slow start. I'm really not. These are not games that like I would have bet like on a normal college football Saturday. And instead of just taking a pass like I should have on most of these games, I took a shot at them. And I think my free picks were good and my premium picks were terrible. Um, and, uh, you know, I have to take full accountability for that on mine. But uh, I'll tell you, now that the real deal is starting, everybody knows. 
the bigger the games, the <laughs> it's like that's where I get going, you know. So, uh, anyways, you got. Um, how about you, Chris? I know you've been on a little bit of a, a mini heater here. Uh, and here we go again. I, with the, we joked about it off air. I said, I don't want to get jinxed. But now, you know, it's five and five day yesterday. But we still came out with a profit. Almost had the Rockies last night, but uh, you know, it fell just short. But it's all right. We don't look back. We're going to look forward. And I'm ready to, to take some names today. How about you, Rod? Oh, yeah, I had a little bit of a profit uh, back-to-back days. Slowly getting off this cold streak. Feeling good. Love today's card. Love, love today's card. Yeah, I think it's one of the better cards out there that we've seen in a little while um, as far as the, the baseball goes. I think the hoops are a little bit tougher than uh, than it has been. Hoops is a little tougher. Yeah. It's been getting it's been getting tougher, but I can I see some angles out there that I really like on on both hoops games where I can I can uh, get it. Like I mean, the Lakers are going to smash the Rockets again, right? I mean, layup. Anyways, I mean, super super easy sucker bet. Public is like so on the Rockets, man. Squares play on the board once again. Anyways. Speaking of square plays, Brian, we got the we got the Bucks and the Celtics going here. Um, Celtics, the the line is moving. You know, it's kind of it's it's kind or Bucks versus Heat. I'm sorry, Bucks versus Heat. The line moving. Um, you know, crazily here that the Heat is going to just take this thing away. I think people saw the Celtics put the hammer down on the Raptors yesterday and kind of thinking. I think the Heat can probably do the same thing to the Bucks because they kind of took their foot off the gas, admittedly, in that game when Giannis went out, that they kind of were like, you know, ah, we got this one, you know, no problem. They kind of took their foot off the gas, and Chris Middleton ate them for lunch. My guess is without the freak there and having the game plan for him, um, they're going to probably do the same thing to Middleton that they did to him <laughs> for the first three games. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, I'm not betting big bucks on this game. Uh, pardon the cliche, but I'm going to go with $50 in Milwaukee Bucks. Too many people back in the heat here. Bucks have heart. I think it's a close game. So super lucky with that Clippers over 218. I'll tell you what. I take it. It's the same thing as if they covered by 150 points, man. It pays exactly the same. And I can't tell you how many times that it's gone the other way on me. You know, where I've had the under and the guy just throws up, you know, a basket at the end of the game, it goes in or, you know, I I can't even tell you how many times I've had, I had, I had Northwestern in that Ohio state football game a few years ago, you know, where they, the last play, they tried the lateral play, the ball rolls all the way back into the end zone. Ohio state jumps on it and uh, I lose my cover. Um, Chris, what are you thinking here with the bucks and the heat? Yeah, I think it's like you said, they, the, the Heat took their foot off, and I think they know that uh, they do that again here. This series can completely turn on its head, and I don't think the Heat blow another chance here. I'll take the Heat minus four. Yep. We don't look back. We know the Celtics smacked the, the Raptors. We know that I call that. We know that Chris owes me breakfast at the Pepper Mill. Anyways, Rod? <laughs> uh, for me in this one, uh, I'm going to take the under. Um the only reason why I've got the over last time is because we went to overtime. I don't think we're going to go to overtime today. Give me the under. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to order off the menu at the Pepper Mill. 
I'd like the lobster three. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're just a, we're just a diner. I understand, <laughs> but I really want. But I need. I'm going lobster. way off the menu. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting at the table. He's going to have that power strut walking into the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to order. I'm going to order off the menu and order for the table. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to order for the. Table. <laughs> you ever see the movie? But Get- there's only two at your table. You ever see I the know. movie Get Shorty where Danny DeVito orders for the table? It's kind of like, and everyone's like, "No, no." He's like, "I'm gonna order for the table. We're gonna have an egg white omelet." I was like, "No." <laughs> We're just gonna pick at it. Judge <laughs> <It's like, laughs> No way. Speaking of no way, we got the Rockets up against the Lakers. Um, the Lakers. This looks a lot like the last series for the Lakers, where uh, the Rock, where they uh, lost the first game, and then after that, they just were like, "All right, we're sick of these guys already," and uh, kind of put the hammer down on them. I don't know. The Rockets, I know, have a lot more answers. James, Hart, James Harden's playing some great defense, but I think the issues here are, are a lot deeper than that. That Russell Westbrook is uh, not really carrying his weight on either end of the court and uh the rockets also have some matchup problems in other areas that and basically they don't have anyone that can guard anthony davis at all so brian woody and when Le- and lebron decides he wants to start shooting threes they just let him stand there and shoot him and it's like if you let lebron james shoot threes from from right at the three-point line on you he's going to hit every single one not like nine out of ten or ninety nine out of hundred. He's going to hit every single one. Brian, uh, I'm seeing about forty one percent of the bets, sixty four percent of the money on the Rockets. Uh, I think the big the big betters know that the Rockets are the way to go, and that's a premium play for me. I'm taking the Rockets plus the points tonight. I got the, the opposite. I got sixty percent of the public on the Rockets. Sixty percent, and the line moving, you know, in sync with that. So, I, I got I got I got the exact opposite with all the public on the Rockets here, Chris. Yeah, I'm going to take the Lakers here. I think uh, I think this is the series is playing out the way the same way the Portland series did. So I'll take the Lakers. Chris is like, I got my ass handed to me going against Mitch yesterday. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, believe me, I I had Na- I had Navy. I had Navy. <laughs> so, I mean, trust me on that one, man. I had Navy. It wasn't wasn't pretty either. I mean, I had Navy. I had the Clippers. I, mean, I had a winning day, but I, you know, let's 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 be real. You know, let's be honest here, right? It's like I'm. I can be honest. Then I had Navy. I lost by fifty two points, but it was a lot closer than the score. <laughs> It looked like, it looked like fifty one from here. <laughs> Actually, I think it could have been one hundred and fifty one. I don't think they could. Ta- I think I think that the Navy game plan was to uh, let the BYU running back run eight or nine yards before trying to tackle him. Rod, what do you think? Uh, for me, I'm gonna take the over. I like the over in this game. I think we see some points. Two twenty two and a half. I kind of like the over with you as well. Um, public pushing that total down to uh, 222 and a half from 224. We haven't seen a lot of defense in these Western Conference games. Just haven't. Um, let's go. No. James Harden's playing some good defense, so I will say that. James Harden's amazing. Mm-hmm. Imagine what the... We, they want to see Lakers, Lakers Clippers in the West for sure, 100%. If imagine, you watch the Clippers game, I think there were some 
calls on Clippers' favor yesterday. Imagine the Thunder would have had Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. That was their team, and a Bobka, right? They had, they had, they had, yeah. like, they had, they had the Thunder. They would have had Adams. They would have the Thunder would have been absolutely loaded. It's amazing that Kevin Durant, like you know, left the. To me, it was amazing that he left that Thunder team because that was like his team that he built, you know. To and it's like I'd rather just win a championship with somebody else's team. Was you know, be Steph Curry's lackey. Didn't make any sense to me. Anyways, to me, it's like you always want to, you know, kind of do your own thing, kind of like, like why. <laughs> I'm going to go up north, and I'm going to get this Raptors a championship, and then I'm out of here, and I'm going to go home to my hometown and get them a championship. It is kind of like that. <laughs> but I don't know if he's getting them a championship. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to get one this year. Yeah, I got a comment, a nasty comment, that Tony made a snap at you yesterday on the live show about you running a training for a marathon. And I said, that was the shirt he was wearing. <laughs> it was like, it was like, yeah, yeah, I had a, because because the bottom of my shirt, the little TV was cut off. Like here, uh, yeah, and there it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's like me. I that was like me during COVID when I did my pitmasters marathon. Nailed the brisket. It's like, come on, flip that cowboy steak. It's like we had no sports. It's like I'm reaching. Speaking about reaching, the Cardinals reaching back for Carlos Martinez. Back on the mound. Oh, man. Some things never change. This guy, uh, I I could even, like as disappointing as Barrios has been, um, I think that uh, I think I gotta love him here against Carlos. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I'm surprised this isn't our group consensus pick because I just don't see how the Twins lose this game. Uh, I love Barrios on the mound today. He's getting a little better as the season goes on. Uh, Twins easy today. Yeah, my best of the live show pick is in baseball. My my best of the live show picks have actually been heating up. I had another winner yesterday, Ed. so been on him. I think our did we have a winner yesterday? Best of the live show. I think it was a winning day overall. I, I know my picks have been getting real hot in there. Anyways, um, how about you, Chris? Carlos or uh, Jose? <laughs> no, Jose, all day. <laughs> Give me the twins. No way, Jose. All day. <laughs> Jose, all day. Rod, Jose y Carlos. Uh, yeah, no Carlos. No. Nope. <laughs> He got two strikeouts. He's only struck out two guys. That's ugly. Well, it's his first time in July. He had COVID, but yeah, but it's like oh, that oh, was even, even better. <laughs> and that was his be- that was his best performance. <laughs> you know, it's like he's been terrible. It's hard to believe was, he was a number one starter at one point, right? And it was against the Twins too. I think he gave up six runs in less than four innings. And it was Brian's six giving us the, the signal, I believe. Three and two thirds. Brian, you got you go. is that the signal? We got the Rays and the uh, and the Nationals. Brian gives a signal when he has to take off for for like two minutes. I think he's got to get his son to school on the bus or something. So, 
Um, he that's what happens when he walks away. We're honest here. We're not, it's like we're not going to be like some high level production where we kind of fade Brian out or something. It's like that. we could switch to the hockey screen. <laughs> I mean, if we want until he gets back, I have the Take hockey. Take a look set. into the sports book. Oh, actually, we we you know we did the stars. <laughs> it got so messed up. I couldn't even post it. Um, we could go back and do the stars video like live. Um. While Brian's gone. But, Brian, we got Yarbrough up against Anibal Sanchez for the uh, Nationals race. You had the Nationals yesterday on the show, um, one of the few that had them. I'll tell you what. In this game, I'm going to go with the over. Uh, Sanchez isn't the greatest starter in the world, that's for sure. And I think both teams give up some runs here. Lean to the over. And the Nationals, that 5-12 and 12 home record is pretty, pretty daunting. Chris? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with the over as well. I think we see uh, double digits in this one. Yeah, they are, but they are 6-11 and 11 on that home run line. So a little, a little better. Rod? Yeah, I agree. And I'd give me the over on this one as well. Uh, I think we're going to see some runs here. Got uh, the Indians and the Royals. Brian's not here for this one, so we'll just pick for him. I think he likes the under. But uh, Tristan McKenzie up against Jacob Junis. Total set at eight and a half. Tristan McKenzie has been really everything he was built to be. I like it when they build these guys up and they actually are as good as they say that they are. And that Tristan McKenzie is that guy. He's It's, it's going to be a tough rotation, right, with him and Bieber in there. And it's like if they lock these guys up long term, who's going to be the number one, you know? That's uh, really the question here. Yeah. I mean, you know, and you go further into the rotation, Savali be the best number three in baseball. I don't know if they can afford to keep all these guys. Um, what do you like here? I like Tristan McKenzie and the over on the strikeouts, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, I like the under nine. I think uh, McKenzie locks down the uh, the Royals here, and Cleveland hasn't been swinging the bat that great this season. They've been relying on the pitching for the wins, so give me the under. How about you, Rod? I like the Indians. I think the Indians beat up the Royals today. Give me the Indians on the run line. All right. Normally, Brian's back after one pick, but he's not. We got the first half of the doubleheader in um, the Oakland versus Houston. Zach Greinke against Frankie Montaz. Frankie Montaz just never really makes it to the mound, does he? He's kind of just... He's just... uh, um, Name on the ace roster, they put him in there until they can decide who's actually pitching. It's kind of, you know, what do you think, Chris? I think I'm going to start nicknaming Frankie Montas TBD because he, he's just he's just the nameplate until until they determine who they're actually going to start. But uh, I'm going to go with the with the Astros in Game One. Frankie's dominated Oakland in his career. I think he's nine and two with an ERA under three. So I'll take uh, I'll take uh, Houston in Game One. How about you, Rod? Uh, I'm going to take the over in game one. Uh, I think we see a bunch of runs in game one. Give me, give me the over. Yeah, Lakers barely covered last game, but they were up by 20, just gave up the lead, decided to take the entire third quarter off of the game, and then said at the end of the game, eh, and then play a little. Just, and then it was that's the typical Lakers, though. Yeah, a total typical Lakers. 
I mean, they're not, it's not like they're, it's not like, they're, it's not like they're laying 11, you know, it's, they're laying five. Um, I, I like the, four and a half now. I think you can get, I like the under in this one too. Um, Granky and Montas, Brian, the games you missed Cleveland, Kansas city, Tristan McKenzie and Jacob Junis. And now we just uh, did the Cleveland minus one and a half. And that yeah, one, I Trist- think another great start. And uh, then we got uh, Houston and Oakland game one, Granky Montas. I like Montas. Take Oakland at home. Take Oakland. I like the under there. Rod, did you give your Oakland Houston? Yeah. All right. I like the over. Give me the over. All right. I'm on the under. We're on opposites. We got Daniel Ponce de Leon against Randy Dobnak here. Boy, the Cardinals really uh, digging deep into the uh, into the in, into the their treasure chest here. Ponce de Leon, I think, has been a disappointment. It's tough to it's tough to you know when your first game is almost the perfect game. Uh, tough to uh, follow up, but Randy Dobnak is kind of tailing off a little bit lately. I I like it when good pitchers, kind of like we saw Zach Gallen last night, they start to look confused, right? And that's when you know that uh, maybe the maybe things are starting to go south on them. And Dobnak has started to look confused out there when major league hitters start to touch him up a little bit. And we saw Zach Gallon, you know, the same thing last night where he's just, he starts to get flustered out there, kind of like I do with the troll comments. <laughs> he gets a little flustered and then that's, you know, it's it. Um, Brian, what do you think here with Dobnak and Ponce de Leon? I'm going to take a little shot with the Cardinals and Ponce de Leon. I think he has his, uh, a good start here, bounces back. I like the Cardinals here. How about how about you, Chris? I'm gonna take the twins. I mean, Dobnak bounced back from that one start where he got shelled and he threw, I think, five shutout innings. So uh, I like I like Minnesota for the, the doubleheader sweep. Yeah, I agree. Give me the twins. Uh, I'll take the twins on the run line here. I'm kind of uh I kind of like the Cardinals to even it up. I don't think either of these pitchers factor in the decision. We got the uh, Yankees against the Blue Jays, and I've been saying it for days now, and you're going to start to hear it everywhere. Aaron Boone has got to go. Um, Odovino on the mound with a uh, four-run lead yesterday. Starts can't find the plate, which Ruflo's got a hundred different things to say about those guys. But anyways, Odovino can't find the plate, walks in a run, and then, boom, and then they don't even have anybody warming up in the bullpen while all this lunacy is going on out there, while the four-run lead is evaporating. Finally, he finds the plate, and it's straight down the middle, and this ball leaves the park. I mean, if you went down to grab your cup of coffee like this to get a sip and you weren't watching the TV when the pitch was thrown, you missed a grand slam. That's how fast that ball left the stadium. Um, then they took Odovino out, but it was 10 in. In the sixth inning, somebody left because Joe D'Amico had um, on the late show had talked about Toronto, how he's a Yankee fan, and he, but he was going with Toronto in this game, and like it's really hard to go against your team and all. The, you know, Joe D'Amico he can't just say I'll take the Blue Jays. He's got to you know even if you think I talk a lot, right, Joe. Joe is, is double, right? And, you know, he's saying this. And so somebody, of course, left the snide YouTube comment. I'm glad I didn't go on your Blue Jays pick. You know, it's like <laughs> the thing. It's like perfect timing because I typed in there. Like it, it, it was still 6-2 at the time, but I went in there because I was checking the comments. And it's like I wrote in. I'm like, I guess you only bet first five innings, right? It's like because, I mean, 
And then all of a sudden, the 10 run explosion happened, and you know, we all covered the run. I think everybody had Toronto yesterday. So, anyways, uh, I had the Yankees. I have to admit, small Yankees yesterday, not a premium play, but I like the Yankees. And I hate when people text me about games before they're over, really. Oh, bug. I get so many emails like from people because, like, everyone thinks that, like, every handicapper, I mean, I could be on the other side of the game, but I get like the email from 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 your guys picks you know it's like i'm like the game's not even over and it's like and i'm looking at and it's like i'm on the other side of this one i don't even know what to say you know it's like anyways uh what do you think taiwan walker is jay bring a glove oh man jay hap the stopper the answer it's like it's it's almost this game is almost so obvious that it's like it's almost scary right uh, when it's obvious, I like to go the other way. Yeah, but I know. This one I'm going to go. I'm going with the over. Yeah, but still, half, I think we see a bunch of runs. Don't you think it's odd that there's still 46 percent of the public left on on the Yankees here? I would think that one of them is Brian Bittler. Chris, <laughs> I'm going to take the the Blue Jays here. <laughs> Rod like that one. <laughs> People say I give Brian too hard of a time on the show. <laughs> say tough shit to you. Anyways. Okay, give me give me the Jays here to beat up their old former pitcher. I don't know which button this is. I was like looking at the buttons. I'm like, what exactly does this one do again? I forget. <laughs> All right. I'll, that's, that's the Bucks Raptors button. <laughs> it starts raining on Brian's head. Crickets. <laughs> we got the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates and the and the uh, Chicago White Sox. Seventy six percent of the public on the White Sox, and the line dropping like a rock. Dylan Cease on the mound up against Joe Musgrove. These two teams met at you know guarantee rate, and uh, it was all White Sox. It was a bludgeoning, and the White Sox don't look to be slowing down anytime soon. Twenty six and fifteen, seven and three in their last ten. The Pirates are seven and thirteen at home this season. I don't know. See something here, Brian, that the world doesn't see. Normally, yeah, this is I, where you love to be. I see Musgrove with his, even though he's 0 4, having a good start here. I think it goes under the total. I think Cease has a good bit, good game, too. Spread Knowledge likes the over. Chris? Yeah, I'm with Spread Knowledge. Unfortunately, I like the over here. I, I think this one hits nine or 10 runs. Rob? I, I like the over. I like the over too. I think White Sox might be able to get that number themselves. Give me the over. It's like look at the difference between Rod's coffee and my coffee. Mine is like, <laughs> mine's like black mud. Rod's like, if I drink Rod's looks coffee, like a, sitting on the toilet for like an hour, I wouldn't get off. It's Rod's terrible. looks like uh, Rod's looks like a milkshake. Mine looks like a, it's like a thick mud espresso. <laughs> no, I don't know. How, oh, no it sugar. Looks like that before I put this in it. Like I put a little bit of, little bit of, I need a little bit of milk to take the bite off. Yeah, that, that looks, looks like uh, a little bit more than a little bit. I like it when people like okay, put more than more than a little bit. I need a little bit. I got a friend of mine. Do the black. Yet. I got a friend. Oh. I got a friend of mine that puts like sugar in my coffee to see if I notice. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna freaking <laughs> notice. You're gonna notice. It's like, got uh, Phillies against the Red Sox. This changed pitchers in this one, and now it's uh, 
It looks like Vince Velasquez, but I don't... yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Oh God, I, I <laughs> over <laughs> Brian. I'm assuming the Red Sox are the dog here, so I'm going to give a small play of the Red Sox anytime Vince is on the mound. I don't know. He'll he's good for three innings, and then he turns it over to the bullpen. So. But I think that I don't. I think this game has come off the board. While they while they reset it, it was Martin Perez against uh, Eflin, and now it's. Um, I don't well, that's see game one. Oh, it's game one. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I don't even see game two on the board yet. No, it's not even on the board. Never mind. But the over is seven and a half with Velasquez uh-huh. pitching. <laughs> There's a line yeah. here. We got it minus 192 on the Phillies and the, and the over under seven and a half. I think it's a solid overplay with Velasquez. I'm with you, Brian. I like the over and I like the first two inning over. And I like, also like first inning over. Run to be scored in the first five innings. <laughs> over. <laughs> Speaking of overs, John Means is pitching today. We're up against Michael Waka. This total has dropped from 10 to 9. Here's one that I like the other side of the line movement of the uh, public. 37% of the public on the Orioles here. I like the Orioles. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you get back Michael Waka at that price. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Orioles for a $50 bet. I think it means that's a good start. But... Have you been to City Field yet? Never been to City Field. I've heard the concessions are off the chain, though. The only ones I've been to are Yankee Stadium and the one in Atlanta. Truest Park. The Atlanta Stadiums always seem to have very little personality and limited offerings at the snack bar. Chris, what do you, what do you got here? That's not the case for the Atlanta Park, but no, it's not. It's take, they, what do they got? No, no, they have they have a pretty good they have a pretty good selection. How's they the have, nacho? Like a, How's the nacho? Huh? How's the? Do they make a nice nacho over there? Yeah, I think they had like uh, pulled pork nachos or beef brisket nachos. They had like a like a chop house on the in the outfield uh, in the outfield levels. But uh, I I could go for some chicken nachos. I'm not a I like nachos, big nacho guy. Damn it! I gotta go make nachos after the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> give me the over here. It goes with Taco Tuesday. Yeah, I was gonna say we know where we're, we know where, where where my head's at. I got some nachos after the show. My package is named Taco Tuesday today. <laughs> we just know where where everything's going. Everything's going downhill for me today. What do you got here? Somebody did. Somebody didn't eat breakfast. Give me give me the Orioles here today. I'll take John Means over Walker. Ugh. Got uh, the Tigers against the Brewers. Spencer Turnbull against Adrian Hauser. Both these pitchers pitched against um, these teams in the series when it was in Milwaukee, and both of them got hammered. So, what do you think of Hauser on the road here? Big favorite. Money pouring in on him. I think the Tigers are the best dog on the board, probably, with Spencer Turnbull on the mound tonight. So, I'm going to take a shot with the Tigers here. How about you, Chris? Yeah, my love for Spencer Turnbull starting to fade. I'm going to take the over here. How about you, Rod? Uh, not a game I'm rushing to bet, that's for sure. Um, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm take the under. Give, give me the under here. 
They got Rock last time. Maybe maybe they have a better pitching on it this time. Uh, a lot of people on the over. Give me the under. Got uh, got the uh, Braves against the Marlins. I know where where I'm on on this one. I'm sure Brian's on the same team as me. Sixto Sanchez pitching for the Marlins up against uh, Kyle Wright. I mean, how are the Marlins a dog in this game? I don't even understand it. This 30, is a game I'd like to add to my premium picks. Yeah, uh, 31, all over the 31% on the Marlins here. I mean, that means seven, almost 70% of the, of the bets think that Kyle Wright is a, still a reasonable major league pitcher. Here's a guy that everybody loved when he was coming up. He never really even reached that potential with Cleveland that people thought he was going to be this great superstar. And it's kind of like... He never really became that guy, not even close. He was like a 3-4 starter. And then here he is in Atlanta at the tail end of his career, and he's up against six, though. I don't see it. I mean, the Marlins are 18 and 18. This is not, a, this is not like they're playing, uh, you know, one of Bittler's other teams. This is, this is a legitimate team here. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I won the Marlins as well. I, I like Sixto Sanchez, and uh, Kyle Wright's not a viable option for me at all, so I'll take yeah. uh, I'll take the Marlins here. How about you, Rod? Yeah, I like Sixto. Give me, give me the Marlins. It's a Sixto sweep. We've got uh, the Rangers up against the Angels. I give out the Rangers as my dog of the day, and Spread Knowledge has, like, the Angels, loves them up and down. It's like, I don't know, man. Lance, this is the thing, okay? Angels are dog shit on the road, okay? Let's just, let's just call it what it is, okay? Let's, let's sugarcoat it. Let's, let's be as nice as we can about it. Straight dog shit on the road, okay? They won a bunch of games at home against an Astros team with a depleted pitching staff. And now all of a sudden, Andrew Heaney is minus 30, 130 in somebody else's ballpark against Lance Lynn, who's an absolute beast this season. Yeah, good luck to him. Good, good luck with it. That's what I got to say to that one. Rangers all day. Uh, you going to go? You want to bet your little six and thirteen <laughs> team on the road? Six and thirteen this season on the road because they won a few home games. I don't sure. think so. I I was giving up nine runs though in the last two starts. So yeah, well, they, and, and, Andrew Heaney's just the fucking world beater. Oops. He had two solid starts in a row, Heaney. If you look at his last two starts, I think he went seven innings, gave up one run in his last start. Yep. He's given up one run over his last fourteen and two thirds. I'll take the Angels. Yep, I'm big. I think Angels. I'll be against you today on that one. I'll, I'll, I'll take the Angels. Playing the board. You guys and uh, the Angels. You guys all all yeah. It's fine. I don't care. Uh, How about you, Chris? I'm, I'm, I'm staying out of this. I'm taking the over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Switzerland. I'm neutral here. Lance <laughs> Lynn was born with ducks on the pond. Got Tyler Malley up against Alec Mills. The Cubs can't even be favored at home against the Reds. That's how bad Mills is. Um, total dropped to seven and a half. That means the wind is blowing in in Wrigley it is now after Labor Day um, at Wrigley Field. I've been there, man, and I tell you, it's 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 uh, it's it's almost like people are uh, people are probably glad that you can't have fans in the stands because they don't feel bad about not having to sit there and basically, uh, you know, 
oh man, it's like you go there and you sit there and it's like you're rooting for the other team like really hard. So it's like you got to stay till the bitter end, you know, to 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 you know, the, 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 to watch the Cubs lose. And uh, it's like there's nobody there except for seagulls like swarming the place and it's freezing and. Uh, it, and it's always against the Pirates, except one time I actually was there. It was against the Reds. My first time was ever at Wrigley Field. It was against the Reds, and uh, the Reds just beat the crap out of them. Anyways, Brian, who do you like here? When I first saw this total, I was thinking over. I was like seven and a half, and then wind's blowing in. Uh, give me the under here. I think it's a three to two game. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I'll still take the over here. I'm not fond of Molly or Mills, so give me the over. Mills is probably a, is probably a, a bullpen game, right? Yeah, a lot of me. Rod, I'll, I'll I'll take the Cubs here. Cubs can get a win. See what that wind looks like. Well, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, Mills is gone. Five, six. He's gone seven innings at points this season, so. I don't know if it's going to be a complete bullpen game. You know, it's not. Cubs are still going to play. Oh, yeah. It's coming dead in from center. Not good. 18 to 20 mile an hour winds coming in from dead center. (laughs) I like the under. (laughs) That one for sure. Uh, let's see. Got uh, Mike Clevenger up against Chichi Gonzalez. Clevenger, I don't know. He was not having a good year in Cleveland, you know, before the trade. And then he got comes to San Diego, gets bombed there as well. And now he's minus two forty. He's just not a minus two forty guy. The wind's coming in from Bittler's uh, Mike. I'll tell you here. Rockies here, or they've been playing better baseball. You're getting plus money. Uh, no reason not to back the Rockies for a small $50 play. How about you, Chris? This is going to be one of the rare times that I'll take Colorado plus the one and a half. I think this is a, a one-run game at, at worst for the Rockies. So uh, give me the one plus one and a half. Rod? Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Padres here. Give me the Padres on the run line. I like the I like the Rockies and the over. I'm going to parlay them up. Got uh, game two, Astros and the A's. It's uh, Lance McCullers with that road ERA <laughs> against Mike Miner, um, making it to the hill here for Oakland in the post Texas era for him. Um, yeah, the Astros, five and thirteen, five and thirteen on the road this season. Second game of the doubleheader with Granky going in the top. Oakland, fifteen and six at home. Um, I don't know, man. I I add picks. Um, like if I add a morning pick and I did it before the morning show or whatever to my premium picks that don't go in the package that kind of just go out to people that bought three-day passes or longer, I'll add picks. And this was the pick I added, Oakland. <laughs> so <laughs> if you bought my five back, you didn't get this pick, but 
love Oakland against this one. I love betting against Lance McCullers on the road. I'm sorry. I just can't help myself. I thought he was going to be much better this season. Let me see if I, in the meantime, let me see if I can get some uh, numbers here. Brian, uh, who do you like here? I know you're on the side of me. Oakland sweep. Oakland sweeps a doubleheader here. Wow. Uh, we agree I like, on I like something. this game a little less than the first one, but I like Oakland to take it. Wow. Me and Brian actually agree on something here on a game. Chris? <laughs> Give me over six and a half. I don't trust Mike Miner, even in an Oakland uniform. Wow. Even against McCullough, so it might be scratched. I got TBD. I don't see. It was McCullers this morning. That's what I thought I'd seen last night. But yeah. Now I don't see him there this morning. Uh-oh. Oh, maybe I'll have to cancel no. that pick. But anyways. Now I got TBD. It's like. I'm down oh. with TBD. <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> All right. Got the. Uh, Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. Luke Weaver on the mound for the Diamondbacks. Nothing fun about that. Up against Walker Bueller. Spread knowledge I gave out on the spread knowledge show. Dodgers minus one and a half, a pick that you know I would never give out. And people are like, you don't randomly pick the games for spread knowledge. It's like, yeah, Angels and Dodgers, two teams I normally freaking, you know. It's like, yeah, I, I handpicked those out. <laughs> it wasn't random, right? It's like... Did you find any two more non-Mitch plays? Uh, I like the Dodgers here, minus <laughs> minus two and a half. I think they clobber Arizona tonight. How about you, Chris? Can I lay the touchdown? <laughs> give me give me the Dodgers minus two and a half as well. How about you, Rod? Three and a half if you can if you're a local offer. Jeez. I think Arizona gets waxed. The Dodgers can get over the number on their own. Ooh. We don't ha- we don't have PayPal set up. I can talk to our tech team about that, about setting up PayPal. I'm kind of um, on PayPal these days. I like the over in this one. I I personally can't take the Dodgers. You know. I just, it's so square. It's like, I just, I, I, I like pissing off the YouTube people. They're like, you never take the Dodgers. You never take the Dodgers. So I'm not going to waver now. <laughs> it's like, no way. Not even with Luke Weaver pitching. No way. No way. I think you took the Dodgers once this year. You've taken them once. I remember you taking them once. <laughs> Did I? That was a while back. And it's been a while. <laughs> you took them once. I don't remember who they were playing. But was I no sick that day? I normally don't do this. <laughs> you might have been. <laughs> you might have been. Yeah, yeah. But I know you took them once. I, it, I One day, you were like, okay, this is the rare time. I'm taking the Dodgers. And you were like, I'm taking them on the run line. Mine's two and a half. And you're. <laughs> Did they win? It's a rare day. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> said I'm going to lay the touchdown. They won by seven or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the touchdown here. Yeah, I know it was one day. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you, it's gonna, it's probably gonna take the postseason for me to find my way onto the Dodgers again. You know, I just don't know where. <laughs> it's. I think the postseason is gonna be pretty interesting in baseball, right? With all these different playoff games and stuff, there's gonna probably be like games all day long, kind of like how you know, it'll probably be good. I don't know. The first round's one game again, or is it like because there's all I the it was best rounds? of three. 
Really? Oh, it best of three. Yeah. When yeah. is ba- so so the Blue Jays are going to probably be in it, right? So what's the yep. weather like in November in Buffalo outside? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're gonna have to it bring a shovel two. and a bat to the game. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'll have to look that up while we're doing the hockey segment. Shovel yeah. glove. It's, like, it's, it's a double header. It's a double header. It's the outdoor hockey game. They're gonna do the Sabres <laughs> against like somebody, and they'll do the Blue Jays. You know, postseason matchup against you know the Yankees or something. It's like we got a double header today. It's like, it's like you see the guy running around first. He bumps into the goalie, and he's like, hey. Got uh, Logan Webb on the mound for the Giants, who have been just money. And um, LJ Newsom on the mound for the Mariners, who have been money, too. I know Rod, early in the season, hated the Mariners, but 19-22 and 22 coming into this one, they've been good to me, you know? And, I mean, you want to talk about a team that went that does it as a dog. It's these guys. Um, we had them as a favorite, you know, the last few days, but... You know, here they are back to the dog roll at plus uh, 140. Mitch should should let others talk some. It's becoming redundant hearing the same dry comedy. Rod and Chris, you're funny too. All right. There you have it. All righty. Okay. If Mattress Johnny right. says so. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess we I shouldn't get into a <laughs> and, oh, no. and and I digress. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, Brian, what are you thinking here? Logan Webb and I'm, LJ. I'm thinking Mariners six wins in a row, why not seven? It's too much juice to play the Giants here, so Mariners. Chris, yeah. talk as long as you want. Chris, how about a nice filibuster? Just take the, just take the <laughs> mic. Just grab the mic off your desk. And just, and <laughs> this one's for all the <laughs> people that say that I don't say enough. <laughs> this, one's, this one's for all the ladies. Fiance opens the door. I have a dream. Who's this for? I have a dream today that I get a chance to speak. Yeah, I must be dreaming at that point. Now. <laughs> I'll take... Yeah, I, I, San Fran's been nice in the underdog role, but at minus 160, I got to take a shot with the Mariners here. There's another guy that says, I don't let you speak. So, Rod, we just won't listen to your pick this one time. We'll just, just gloss over you. Now, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I have to pick this game. Um, yeah. Uh, give me, give me the under, give me the under nine. Uh, I think we get an under here today. Maybe we'll rotate the order. Maybe we'll rotate the order because people say that Rod is the one that I always cut off because he's. And the thing is that he's third in the rotation, so normally like a comments come in or something. That's probably why it happens. So maybe we'll rotate him. We'll move Rod. You know, we'll just like have a you know different day. We'll just you know keep flipping everybody around in a circle. Put Bittler down in the bottom corner with this fan, and. Uh, you know, do it that way. Anyway, speaking of uh, fans, we've got the uh, Dallas Stars back on the ice up against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. The Puck Dogs were all over the Stars in game one. Maybe a little chilly on the NHL restart for Rod, but he's p- definitely picked it up recently. And he is a legend, according to Pavon Atwal. 
There you have it. Perfect timing on the comments. But um, Mitch, Mitch should start a talk show. I think that's what this is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, Rod got the stars in the uh, in the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. What do you got to say for yourself? Uh, for me, for me, uh, love the stars of Game One. Uh, they came out, uh, shut the Knights down, and I, I don't see why they can't do it again. Um, the Knights look like they've been struggling to score. They struggled to score against Vancouver in those last three games of that series. Uh, I, I, I like the Stars. Gritty, checking. Give me the Stars again. All of us is in the Stars here today. Stars go up two games to none. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I, I don't want to sound redundant, so I'm just going to say I'll take the, uh, the Stars as well for everything that Rod said. I, I like the Stars as well. Anything, Brian? I think we all had a lot of us had Tampa Bay yesterday. Easy money from Rod uh, today. I'm going Vegas. Vegas gets it done two to one overtime. All right, we got a couple extra minutes here at the end of the show, which is rare. But um, let's talk some NFL. You know, it's kind of just without preseason, we haven't really had a lot of talk um, about NFL. I wrote down our NFL futures. This is before Brian was a regular on our show, so he's not part of it. But I wrote down um, Chris and Rod's and and uh, Steve Monahan's picks on their over-under win totals for the season. I will bring those back around week eight um, when we have them. But I, my wife was like, should I throw these out? Because I have all these cards, you know, lying around all over the house. I'm like, no, no, not those. So... Uh, and it was about this big, and I got I got mine written somewhere on one of these stacks. <laughs> so Brian, the when AFC, the AFC East, Brian, uh, the Bills and the and the Jets and the Dolphins finally get a crack here at the Patriots. You know, the Pats, a lot of players sitting out this year too, on top of you know Tom Brady not being there. Um, you know, does Bill I think Belichick? The Patriots, are, Patriots are last place team in the AFC East, or do you they're think they're a value play? You know, could they be uh, value? Uh, to me, I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't like the Patriots this year. I don't like Cam Newton at quarterback. And I think they're going to be in the basement. I think the Dolphins and Bills are. Gonna, I think the Bills are going to be the top team in the AFC East, and Dolphins not too far behind. Mitch, do you still talk to Craig from Picks and Parlays? No, I no longer own Picks and Parlays, and I do not talk to Craig. It was not a. Uh, it was not an amicable separation. <laughs> to say the least, I, I'm legally uh, not allowed to tell everybody what happened. That's how, that's how, uh, that's how, that's how amicable it was. That I'm not, I'm not legally allowed to tell everybody the truth. Anyways, um, Chris, a little look at the, uh, let's just pick a random division for you. How about the NFC North? With uh, the Lions, is, does Matt Patricia get fired? Does the Lions uh, kind of rise to the occasion here? Or uh, do you think that, uh, you know, how about, you know, is Mitch Trubisky, you know, they have him named as the starter for the Bears. You know, we have that, that story. And then, of course, there's the Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love story, you know, going on as well in Green Bay. So this is kind of a soap opera-y division. What do you see coming out of this one, or do you think it's just more the magical Aaron Rodgers and that Vikings defense? 
Uh, well, I'll tell you, I do see the Bears finishing at the bottom of that division, even with a solid defense. I don't, I have no love for Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. It's, he's a playoff performer. He doesn't. He's not the guy that's going to get you there. So I'll, I'll side with the Bears at the bottom of that division. The Lions are only going to be as good as as a Matt Patricia defense can take them, as if they can actually execute one. He, he was good in New England, but. Uh, I don't know. Matt Stafford can only do so much, and he's going to have a lot of his regular targets back. So we'll see if they can do anything there. I do think it's uh, the the Lions and the Vikings. Sorry, the Packers and the Vikings out of this division again, though. I think the uh, the Vikings are probably going to finish second because uh, I, I Kirk Cousins doesn't really do much for me, but they're going to win their share of games. It's going to be interesting for me though is to see how the Vikings do at home because they're I think they're one of the teams that feed off the home field advantage the most in the NFL. Uh, you, Green Bay I think is going to finish at the top because Aaron Rodgers and we saw Matt Lafleur was a great first year as a head coach. I think we're uh, I think we're in for another Packers year win that division. All right, <laughs> one vote to put me in the bottom on the rotation. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me, man. All these guys are stars. Anyways, uh, Dallas stars. Anyways, Rod, got the NFC West. I'm just randomly making divisions. We did zero preparation on this and gave them zero notice that we were going to do this segment. So we're putting them on the spot. But we got the NFC West. You know, the Rams, Super Bowl two years ago, and then kind of fell off the map. They had to get rid of a lot of players. They had big, big salaries there. And now they're dog to the Cowboys in the opening weekend, which is pretty much a slap in the face. And then at home, and, and then you have uh, you know, San Francisco 49ers who blew a 10-point lead in the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter in the last five minutes of the game. And then you have the Seattle Seahawks who have Russell Wilson and kind of like you know, the rotating uh, you know, of players. A lot of no-name guys on the Seahawks. Traditionally, the, uh, the most undrafted players um, on their roster. But Pete Carroll, Clappy, he's always, uh, you know, got everybody, everybody raring to go. And then you got, you know, year two of the Cliff Kingsbury project in Arizona. You know, and I think he was a lot better than most people thought he was going to be. And, and Kyler Murray, a guy that I thought was, you know, kind of not a great pick as the number one overall pick. This guy's actually not bad. Um, what do you think about this very, very tough NFC West yeah, division? Huge, huge tough division here. Um, the Cardinals, this will be Kyler Murray's second year. Um, and that offense will be definitely clearly on the rise. I think they're just going to get better uh, on his second year. We've seen what the 49ers do. They can they can choke it away, too. Um, and the Seahawks and Carroll, they're always there. They're always there, and I hate the Rams. I hope the Rams end up last. I had another crappy year. I, I've never been a Rams fan, and, and they're coming off another a disappointing season. They could have another disappointing season. Um, I think this, this, you could get three teams in the playoffs out of this division with the with this expanded playoffs this year. I, I think it could be easily get three teams. You get San Francisco, Seattle, and Arizona. That's that's the battle in this division for me. Thanks for the super chat, Panama boy. If you uh, send me your name, your address, and shirt size to Mitch at PickDogs.com, I will mail you a T-shirt. Yeah, it's definitely, I think the West is an interesting division. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, in the NFL, like, 
it's it's one of the hardest the NBA and the NHL or the NFL and the NBA are the two hardest sports to bet. They're the two most popular sports to bet, and that's what makes them the, the hardest sports to bet, at least for the general public. Um, the reason being is that the lines are super tight, right? I mean, that is why. The reason why the, what makes those sports really hard, like last night, that Clippers game, it was like they never really were in it, but they kind of had the shot at the end. And then it's like, you know, well, this play happens. And then, you know, they didn't have a chance. And, you know, it happens in the NBA all the time. And in, in uh, the NFL, it happens even more where um, dogs don't win the game but cover the spread. And that's, you know, for, the, for public better, that's death. For someone like me, that's how I pay for all this crap, right? Is, is that way. Um, Brian, who's your money team this year? Boy, talk about on the spot. But like, I think I said earlier, I think Carolina Panthers are going to perform uh, over expectations. I like, uh, I like Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, they're not going to go and win the Super Bowl, but I'm talking about like a 7-9, 8-18 that makes profit over the year. I think with uh, Bridgewater there, you know, I, I agree with you that I think that they're not going to – with rule coaching – they're not going to put Bridgewater in situations where he's going to have to carry the team on his back, you know, and he's not going to have to do a lot of the things they asked him to do in Minnesota. He's just going to have to manage the, manage the team and they're going to play defense. I'm a little concerned about the cornerback position in, in, in Carolina though. I'm, I'm, I'm more than concerned about the corners and um, I think that's where they might have some problems, but you know, we're not talking. We don't want. To, we don't care about winning the game. You know, we're just looking for some reasonable point spreads. Chris, where's your money going? You know, like who's your who's your team where you just think you know, wow, here's a like, you know, it, it's not always a dog that covers the spreads. Like I like, I think the Washington football team is going to be a great place to have some money this season. You know, and I think the Raiders are always are going to be a good place to not have money at least early in the yeah. season, right? Um, but, um, you know, who. It's not always, you know, a dog, you know, that, that does. I just like the dogs better. But we've seen the Patriots cover, you know, spreads in a week after week after week some years. And Alabama do it week after week after week after week. Eventually the books catch up, you know. Like, remember Alabama covered, like, every first half. And then all of a sudden it was like, uh-oh, here comes the executioner as people start bumping their bets up, right? It's like, what? Sweet I think you stay away from Tampa Bay early on in the season. Sweep the leg. Yeah, I think Tampa Bay is a good fade. I'm with you on that one, Brian. How about you, Chris? Who, who's your Who's your money team? I think I'm, I'm going to go one out of the AFC, one of the NFC. The AFC, I think, is going to be the Miami Dolphins for me. I think this is a team that's going to surpass expectation. I think we're going to get a lot of value in these early lines, and we'll. And I think that's going to be one of the teams that. The books aren't going to catch on to as quick. I think I think we're still going to get some value as the season progresses and even into the later weeks. For the NFC, it might be the, the squares play on the board, but I think the Dallas Cowboys. I think they finally live up to the uh, to the hype, and I think Jason Garrett was the weak link in that uh, in that uh, in that system. I think Mike McCarthy's going to bring out the best in some of those guys, and I think uh, you talk about a favorite that's going to cover. I think they're going to get a lot of more inflated lines, but this might be the year that they finally actually get the job done and cover those lines. I, I doubt Craig says that. Um, how about you, Rod? Uh, who's, your, for me, who's your value? Where's your, where's your, who's your money team? 
I don't know how you get. I, I think Baltimore's going to rip up the AFC. Um, they got lots of weapons there. Um, but what kind of numbers are we going to see on the Ravens? Already, yeah. If they, exactly. I mean, we're eight and a half on on opening day here. You know, so that's better than a touchdown. But you know, so so for me in the AFC, my, my I'm gonna I, I like the Broncos. Um, they like to surprise the people. I like the rec- I like what I like what the Broncos I like what the Broncos did in the draft. Yeah, these guys. If you're going to talk politics, you are not going to be in our YouTube feed. That's for, that's for damn sure. And I, I like Atlanta. Watch out, Atlanta had a they they had a horrible start, but they looked good finishing off the year last year um, in the NFC. Watch out for Atlanta. For me, I'm. I like to fade the the big favorites, you know, and I think that, um, you know, just I just think going against the Jets is always good money. Just you know, whoever's playing the Jets, you know, is is usually you know a nice place to be. Gase is just a really real shit show of a coach, and uh, I just think you know it's so arrogant that it just makes it easy money to bet against him. So I'm 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 for whoever's playing the Jets. I like Brian's pick on the Panthers. I like the Washington football team. I think that they are tremendous value. I think Haskins is probably the most underrated quarterback out there in the NFL. He, he gets nothing but hammered by um, you know people rating him. But this guy's actually I'd way rather have him than Carson Wentz any day of the week, man. Carson Wentz is a joke, man. I'm fading the Eagles all day long, too. Anyways, this is Mitch. Thanks for joining us. Guys, it was fun. We talked a little NFL. We'll talk a little bit tomorrow. Brian, what do you think, Carson Wentz? What's the general so, Philly opinion? I, I know him? me and you are going to go out with Carson Wentz. I'm not an Eagles fan, but I, I, I think, I don't know. I just I'm have expecting... two Eagles jerseys right in, you, in, you, in the you, back you, of my well, thing. Well, that's just the decoration. And in the past, I was a big-time Eagles fan. But as a sports better, you, you learn not to be betting on your favorite teams. It just puts you in the poorhouse. But yep. I, you know, if you look at Carson Wentz's numbers, <laughs> statistics, I mean. Yeah, his uh, statistics are in the in the big game when the chips are down, he's not on the field. I mean, if that's, I would have been Wentz, I never would have pulled myself out of that playoff game against the Seahawks. But, you know. Bittler's not pulling is. out. There you have it. Anyways. I'm a, I think Wentz is going to be an all-pro quarterback. Okay. This year. Let's go. Yeah. We're going to agree to disagree on that one. And on that note, well, we got plenty of NFL, and that's the beauty of the NFL, right? Everybody knows it well enough to have an opinion, and we're going to have plenty of opinions. I think we'll talk a little bit more NFL the next couple of days as well as we lead up to Thursday night's kickoff between the Chiefs and the Texans. Matter of fact, I'm going to do my NFL videos today and college football videos. Probably won't post them until later in the week, but uh, I did do a overall preview over on our Sports Chat YouTube channel. But thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thanks again, Brian, Chris, Rod. Maybe we'll rotate you guys around. We'll think about it. But, um, of course, we'll try and act more. my parlay? Oh, parlays. Go ahead, Chris. My, I forgot. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> parlay it up. I was, I, was, I was a little bit worried. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, Rod, um, Rod cut me off. I didn't even get to our – I never got to our tagline. Oh, no, sorry. I cut you off. I'm going to get all these comments. I cut you off. <laughs> Rock, let let him speak. <laughs> let Rod speak. Let Rod speak. It's like the the Grateful Dead shows when they wanted Phil Lesh to sing. The problem was when Phil actually sang, he's terrible. <laughs> he's just a terrible singer. It's like there's a reason they don't let Phil sing. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
because he stinks. He's a great bass player, great musician. Singing? Eh. <laughs> Chris, uh, go ahead. I'm going really, to go. This, this is a really bad show. This <laughs> <laughs> show stinks. I had to go uh, Minnesota Twins in game one, Toronto Blue Jays on the money line, and the Miami Marlins. How about you, Rod? And for me, I've got uh, I'm going to go the Indians on the run line, White Sox on the run line, and the Marlins. Parlay that up, you get eight to one on your money. How about you, Brian? Miami Marlins, the Angels, and the Cubs under. Got another super chat from Carlos. Uh, just looking through here, trying to find these politics guys in our. Uh, In our feed, not going to have it. Not going to have it. This is our fourth or fifth election that we've been through since I've had a website. We've never said one thing about a <coughs> candidate on any of these shows and or uh, anything on our websites. We do run political ads because we don't have a lot of control over that, but um, doesn't mean we support or endorse any candidates. I'm going to take the Texas Rangers reverse run line with the Marlins reverse run line with the Indians run line. How's that? All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. It was a lot of fun today. I like talking NFL. It's kind of like it's a a sport where people can talk right off the – you know, shoot the hip on, right? Shoot from the hip on pretty easily. We'll continue tomorrow with some NFL talk and uh, we'll get ready for the start of the season. But everyone, thanks for joining us. We appreciate every one of you. Be sure to smash the like button, subscribe to our channel. And of course, we'll try and act more professional tomorrow. Have a great day.